Blog Talk Radio. Well, welcome everyone. I am Marie Georgiopoulos, the owner and creator of HeartTransformations.com. And I'm an intuitive messenger and a spiritual teacher, and I'm so happy and grateful to have you all here with me today. I'm excited to get started on today's show. I'll also be giving away some free gifts today, so make sure that you stay on the line so that you can receive the instructions on how to get them. So for those of you who are new to the show, let me just tell you a little bit about myself and why I created this show as Of course, I already stated I am a divine messenger, and this truly is my passion. Um, It's my passion to bring through messages of enlightened, from the enlightened beings and the enlightened realms, and also to teach or advise others in understanding their spiritual wisdom and truths. I created this show because I know that the wisdom that comes from the higher realms can be very transformative and healing. I found this in my own journey when I was doing my healing and also as I opened up to my guidance from my higher self. I know that my angels and my spirit guides are there helping me to release my negative patterns of thought and behavior. And they help me also to step out into my power, to embrace more of my power, to take charge of my life, and to also change my habits. They also help me to see that I am beloved, right? That I am the beloved I am. See my divinity and how beautiful and wise I am in my own ways. Of course, I have my good days and my bad days in this, as everyone does. But all along, I know that they're there for me and they're there helping me to laugh, to see the light, to see the good in myself and in situations. And they've helped me also to focus my vision and to heal my body. Now, I also have an extensive background in the healing arts and also metaphysical studies. So I have this wealth of information and experience to draw upon to assist you in your healing or your awakening process because I think they're really one and the same. We awaken, we heal at the same time. And I do love the healing and the therapeutic arts, and I continue to study them. And as I feel guided, of course, because I can get into overstudy, that's just a part of my paradigm. I'm a consummate student and teacher. I'm also like a kid in a candy store, as many of you probably are too, where you just start to awaken and then you just want to learn more and you want to discover more and you want to explore more and that's how I've been most of my journey. But I know also too that these healing arts and these therapeutic arts can really be sort of transformational tools in our toolbox to assist us and also for me to help my clients past those difficult times when we're sabotaging ourselves. And so this actually brings me to my first gift of today. And some of you may have already have heard me speak about this in previous shows, but 
I'm currently getting certified in this rapid transformational process that has been very successful in assisting others to sort of access the cures and the resolutions of deep-seated patterns of resistance or what we might call blocks to well-being. Even it's been helpful for addictions of any kind and, of course, any struggles with self-confidence or self-love. You know, that's just to name a few of the things. But I plan to use this process, which is called rapid transformational therapy, to help others to move past their blocks and resistance to awakening and loving themselves completely. Since I'm in the sort of experiential portion of my certification process, I'm offering free sessions to anyone on the line today or listening back to the show through the end of January or maybe even possibly February. I'll let you guys know in January. This process is a sort of type of hypnosis that goes deep into revealing the memory imprints that lie at the core of your issues or your struggles. And then it sort of assists you in uncovering the role, the purpose, the function, and the intent of these memory imprints and experiences. And truly, all cures, all cures, all solutions lie within you and your source being, your higher power, your mind, your brilliant mind, knows how to access the resolution and cures of your issues. You see, your mind is highly suggestible, and it can be liberated from the limiting beliefs or thought processes that are at the core of any of your issues. So anyone interested in a free session, you will have to commit to about 90 minutes or so, sometimes two hours, depending on the issue. Please email me at mariegartransformations.com. at hearttransformations.com. Again, that's mariegartransformations.com. G at hearttransformations.com. And I'm looking for people who can come in my house, actually, in North Dallas area of Texas and also some people willing to do sessions over Skype. So you have to be able to have Skype. I need to be able to see you. I want to be able to see you while I'm working with you um, because it's important for me to see uh, your suggestibility if you're in the trance and so on and so forth. So make sure that you email me as soon as you're able, as I can only take a few people each week right now, and you can, again, email me at marieg.hearttransformations.com. So I wanted to just tell a little bit about my own awakening process. Some of you have heard my story, you know, on past shows. And my story is very similar to a lot of other people's stories. I was born into a family, which I totally believe I chose to be born into this family, that had a lot of dysfunction. They were alcoholics. They had a long history of alcoholics in their family. They were codependent. And, of course, my father was um, had his tender moments but also had his moments of deep pain and frustration and anger. And he abused my mother and 
us as children as well. And I also had sexual abuse from my father um, as well as emotional abuse. And as a child, I sort of grew up in this fear, you know, of my father. And we weren't very spiritual people growing up, you know. We really we went to Catholic Church, of course, and that was what they grew up in. That was their paradigm. And we were dragged there as children, as most children are, right, because they're not ready to really explore that yet. But in, in any case, it was a little bit of a skewed sense of love. And my mother was, um, of course, she died very young of cancer at 42. Her mother died of cancer at 42. My sister died at 43 from complications of diabetes and immune dysfunction. And as I grew up as a child, I began to get very sick. And I had chronic sinusitis, chronic asthma that led into my adulthood And really, it had gotten to a point where I just couldn't even process my emotions anymore. I was in fatigue. I was, of course, angry. I was a perfectionist. Excuse me. And I was also really um, opening up to be a mother at that time. I had my daughter, and my health was getting worse. And I was really, really not wanting to die young. You know, I just told myself, I am not going to die young like my mother. And so I went on this journey of healing and of alternative healing because what they were giving me was, of course, you know, abating the symptoms and helping the symptoms, but it wasn't curing me. And I just knew deep inside of me that there was a cure. There was an answer. And so that led me on a journey of alternative healing, which led me into energy medicine, I studied Reiki all the way up to the master teacher level and many other healing modalities which I worked with over the course of my journey and also metaphysical studies and, um, you know, transmissions of light that I received working with the masters. I went into a period of channeling as well and opening up to channeling information for others. And as I went on this journey of healing, right, and discovering, discovering who I wanted to be, what I was really here for, the why behind everything that was happening to me, it opened me up to a world of metaphysical practice that I began to um, study and practice in my everyday. And I'm still on that, you know, that road, and I'm ever evolving in my psychic awareness. But the clearing and the healing with the energy work, of course, began to open me up to my psychic ability. And that was really fun to me. I really wanted to go deeper into this. I, I of course, am one of those souls of many who likes to have the answers. (laughs) And there are many answers. But I began to realize that I have the choice to be the answer to be that, that I am the solution. And the solution is always about listening and following through on those yearnings of your soul. So deep meditation was important for me, and I humbly, humbly ask all of you to go deep inside yourselves 
and listen to your heart. Listen to your angel guidance. Make sure you make it a practice, a daily practice in your life of going inward, of calming your mind, of freeing the resistance, and go into this space of just allowing the the body and the mind and the spirit to work in harmony together. You can intend this in your meditation. You can intend for the blending of your higher self and your lower self, of your higher consciousness with your lower consciousness. You can intend for spiritual awakening in your meditation. But then just detach from the outcome and allow. Allow your breath. Breath is life. Breath carries the messages through your body of spirit as well. And allow also just the stilling of your mind. We all get busy mind in meditation. We always do. I I always say that that's the building of the synapses between the right and the left brain, especially when you first get started. But they will, there will be a point in your meditation process where you will begin to feel that blendedness. It might be tinglys all over your body. It might be spiraling energy. You might feel your, your body start to move. Some people feel a waving. My hand started to move in a figure eight pattern, as if, and I didn't think it, it was just moving. Some people see lights and colors, and of course some people get that kundalini awakening too, where it just opens them to an expansive experience, a blissful experience. But everybody is different, and so just allow, it could take several months of this, but be patient and allowing in the process. So it is my work to do, it is my joy to do this work. And I really humbly go in gratitude to all of the enlightened, enlightened beings who are here, all the angels, all the spirit guides who work with me and, and with all of you. And thank you all for making my dream come true as well. So to find out any more about me, you can always check out my website, hearttransformations.com, or you can always write me at mariegheart at hearttransformations.com. So if there's anyone on the line that has a question today, I see several people already with their hands raised, you can call in at 347-327-9995 and dial a 1 to make sure that you raise your hand. That number is posted online above the video screen right there, so you can see that anytime. Again, it's 347-327-9995. So today, in between callers, I'm going to share with you some awareness exercises that can assist you in your journey of spiritual growth and awakening. Going forward into the new year, my platform for this radio show will really be more specific and more about spiritual growth, spiritual awakening, and enlightenment, and of course, giving messages as well as I am an intuitive messenger, and I plan to continue to give that gift to the world. And so I'm going to weave in this information as we go, but I do want to get to as many callers as possible today. So I've already said my my prayer of connection for today, so I'm going to go ahead and take our first caller 
And that first caller has the last uh, four digits of your phone number is 6317. 6317. Hello. Hi, hello. Hi, how are you? I'm okay. How are you? Good. And who do I have on the phone? My first name is Jay. Jay, it's nice to meet you. Glad to have you. And Thank do you, you have a question for your spirit <laughs> guide today? Something happened yesterday that triggered quite a bit. And I'm just wondering if my spirit guides have any guidance for me right now. Um, just open to <laughs> their guidance. You have two guides. They are angels, and they're your soul guides. And they guide you to feel well, to honor your insecurities. Um, there were no emotional boundaries when you were growing up. And they want to teach you to put up kind of a, a shield of protection around you, so to speak. Not that you really need protection, but for an empath, you feel, right? You feel people, yeah. and you want to be guided in, in the sweetest, you know, uh, ways that this protection is for your child, really. It's for this piece of you that feels kind of abandoned and worried sometimes and has these insecurities. So you can call forth Archangel Michael to guide you in this. He is a protector of people. He can help you with shielding if you want or empowering to prosper and be what I call the eye of the hurricane around all of the people's emotions around you, that their teachings are for you to be a little bit less empathic and to honor your own emotions and be honest with them honest with who you are and what you want to share with people. Maybe you do have some insecurities that you could share with me now, says your soul guide. Do you have any insecurities you want to move beyond? It, it's about uh, accepting myself and, um, you know, not allowing the projective ideas of other people bother me so much. Um, and just really being comfortable in my own skin and, you know, being able to really integrate and accept all the aspects of myself. Yeah. yeah. So uh, acceptance comes with love of self and honoring your own emotions. You are empathic. And you can teach empathy to others. You can go right into compassion for others. You have great deeds of this in past life. You have been a spirit guide for others. You have been owning that you want to be that in this life for people. Creating that is what you need right now, or what you desire is a better word. So you really want to let go of any thought that empathy is bad, right? That empathy is a good thing. It helps you to discern through emotions and heal whatever layers there are for you to heal. For we reveal within ourselves what we want, what we feel, and we reveal it to the public, and we teach others how to feel their way. 
and we go through our own blind spots of of uh, past lives and issues of insecurities as well. So you accept yourself. You accept yourself through being in harmony with your truest self. So who do you want to be in the world? Because purpose is about beingness, as we said on our last show. Purpose is about choosing to be wisdom, choosing to be light, choosing to be your soul's wisdom, right? So your choice would what for you? They're, they're asking you this question. Whom do you want to be? Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. It's something to contemplate. And they're saying you can choose any time you want, and they will help you with that choice if you call them forth. Your angels always have to be called forth. Your soul guides always have to be called forth. And if you're calling forth spirit guides, please call forth higher level beings on your behalf. And sit with them in meditation and allow them to help you past your fears and worries, your insecurities, and bring clearer focus to your vision of who you want to be, who you, who you uh, they're saying, choose wisely. Choose what you feel is best for you and your empath. Choose what you feel is good for you and your mind. Uh, so I have this book that popped into my mind, and I'm going to go ahead and share it with you. It's a good book for empaths called The Language of Emotions. And I believe um, it's written by Carla McLaren, The Language of Emotions. And it's a really good book for people who want to understand the gifts in all of our emotions. Objective, uh, and they're saying that we have uh, time for you. Um, if you call us forth, you can go past your blind spots of where you go into over-empathy with people. This draws you down into their emotions and their beliefs and their worries. So keep the empathy at sort of a feeling your way, you know, because it's a way for you to feel into sort of the music of your soul and to demonstrate more kindness and love and appreciation and joy of being human because we all have these insecurities. We're all a part of the mass consciousness which has their own insecurities, correct, right? Right. So we have to learn, we have to observe and then allow the sharing of our hearts. We embrace our power through the sharing of our kindness, through our warmth, and we feel our way through all the discordance. These are just contrast points, right? Ways for us to know what we truly desire. So see your negative emotions as a sort of means to an end to project a future of what you want as company in your life. Who do you want to relate to? Who do you want to be with? Who do you desire to have around you? And then be that person that you want to attract. You understand? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much for that question. It's a good one for everyone. Because in these times of Christmas, right, we're surrounded by families. 
and our families have dysfunction sometimes, and there may not be, you know, they may not be focused in goodness. They may not have that awareness of unity, consciousness. They are in a different soul growth pattern, you know, but they are still divine beings of light. Behind all the shadow, right, behind all of their negative beliefs is a soul that loves you, is a soul that is divine love, that is a soul that is divine compassion, but is just blinded by their feelings at this time. So be the eye of the hurricane as best as you can and allow them their freedom to feel. Allow them to understand their passion. Allow them to be uplifted by your words of wisdom. Turn the conversation around. I always used to do this with my sister, you know, and I would just say in my mind, because we are telepathic beings, as they, you know, as she went on her grief and her sorrow and her her diatribe of being less than or worry, I would simply start to see all the good things about my sister and say that in my mind. I love your smile. I love how you care for those ferrets. I love your hearty laugh. And as I say these things in my mind, right, one of two things would happen. She would either hang up the phone and say, I have to go, or she would automatically start to say something good. Oh, this happened in my life that's really good. So practice that. And always remember, too, that you can bless every situation. You can bless every situation by being your heart. Thank you again, Jay. Go in peace. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. All right, so the next caller is um, 3523. And I open the line. Give me just a minute here. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Hey, it's and who do I have on the line? Call. It's Nathaniel hi, calling from hi, California. Nathaniel. Hey, hi. You know, I have a guide name. I have a guide named Nathaniel. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Yeah, so what can I maybe we'll, Maybe we'll maybe. get along well. I think so. So what's your question? I kind of have a question. You know, I've just uh, been kind of vagabonding around for a few months now. And, um, you know, I have a bankruptcy, so it's hard to rent. You know, so I, I'm kind of vagabonding around to motels and back here, and I have some stuff in storage. I wonder if I should uh, just get all rid of it all, or, uh, um, you know, will I find a home or buy a home or find a more stable place to live? I'm not sure if uh, 18 is a good uh, year for California and uh, some of the earth changes that are continuing with the new USA map. That kind of thing. Uh, your your guide. Hold on a second. I want to bring in the information from your own team here because they're trying to channel through my own being. Uh, give me just a second. We suggest to you to offer gifts to people, to give away your products, your teachings, your remembrance is about to occur 
about feeling your way too and honoring your empath. Your struggles are very similar to Neil Donald Walsh. Are you familiar with his book, Conversations with God? Uh, No, Neil Donald Walsh. Yes, Neil Donald Walsh, N-E-A-L-E, Donald Walsh, W-A-L-S-C-H. And the book series is called Conversations with God. I believe you can get it at the library. Um, But one will come your way if you cannot find one. Honor that this is a piece of you that wants to be a vagabond, okay, that wants to feel your way through all of this poverty issue. And it is buried in your tissues, so to speak. And then there is some, and it's buried in your tissues because you have this sort of guide or this, um, this, uh, what is this? The light is saying that it's a memory imprint. Now, were your parents um, well off? You know, uh, you know, my dad was fairly well off, but I, I, my mom died like 40 years ago, and uh, she read the Bible like 17 times, mm. so she was pretty knowledgeable about stuff. But uh, my dad uh, married another gal that took a lot of his money, and uh, I did you know, have some, but uh, it's it's I kind of ran out with a roller coaster and the economy and everything, so. Uh, but I'm working, and uh, you know I'm making enough. Uh, I want to just you know be a little more uh, well off to where I could you know buy some instruments and uh, you know, have a regular home. Well, this goes into, and they're saying first, let me get this off of my mind here. Ask and you shall receive, right? Yeah. Give and you shall receive. So in the teachings of conversation with God. God explains, and Neil Donald Walsh, of course, went through this whole time in his life where he lost everything. He was homeless. He had no shelter. He didn't have uh, money. His relationships were falling apart. His health was deteriorating, and he was really angry at God. And he was, you know, what are the answers? Why is this happening to me? And then he got this voice that came to him which was God speaking to him. And God said he would answer all of his questions. And so these books are all about this journey for him too and why all this happened to him. So this will be great teaching for you right now. It will be a good way for you to experience what God wants for you, which is to share well, to give of yourself. Give what you want to receive, right? When you give of what it is that you most desire, that comes back to you threefold, okay? It comes back to you because God wants us to be open to the joy of the giving and the receiving of his abundance, the giving and the receiving of his joy of it, of his knowing that we can share our wisdom we can share a penny if we have a penny. We could share a tidbit of information for people from our guidance. We can help people to um, have um, what's the word? Uh, guitars. 
Maybe you can refurbish a guitar for somebody someday or something. I actually I have, do have a guitar, but it's more in having, you know, if I have a drum set, am I going to put it in storage or do, am I going to have a place to set it up and play it? So, well, you know, that's, that's why don't about you instruments. To, you, know, you can go to the yeah. park, play, but, you know. Yes, yes. So play your heart out wherever you desire. Go to the park and play. Playing is inspirative for you. It's a way for you to share your wealth. It's a way for you to earn income, too. It's a way for you to share your instrument, which is divine. So play those drums out in the street. You know, there's lots of people. Uh, that would probably, uh, you know, that wouldn't. You know, I don't think you understand. I mean, you may not think I understand, but if I'm going to go ahead and purchase a drum set where I really don't have the money, you know, I don't want to I want to have a place to set it up. And maybe if you were a drummer, maybe you would understand that. Okay, so the that reason fair? that you don't, yes, I, I feel your question then is do you want a place to live? Let me just make sure I'm clear on your question. Because the answers are coming to me, through me, from your own source. So you want to know whether or not to buy the drums or whether or not you will have to set up the drums. You know, I was looking for a place to live, you know, and maybe I've said too much, you know, because I like psychics to go ahead. And once you start talking, you know, it kind of ruins the psychic impression deal for me. But uh, you go ahead, and thank you very much. Well, here's, Have a good day. Do you want? Go ahead. Okay, goodbye. Thank you. Namaste. Okay, so I'm going to move on. And many blessings. Sometimes the information comes very fast, and I'm not able to really um, give the impression that the spirit guides are wanting to. We all move through this at a rate and speed that is appropriate for us. So the question has to be very clear, though, and um, in this way I can kind of stack up the guidance and the information for you. So um, awareness exercise number one. So for, for me, med- meditation has always been a part of my process of opening up to spirit. And so one of the things that my mentor, Sonia Choquette, um, taught to me, which was very good at helping to open up the seat of awareness. The seat of awareness lies behind your third eye here. And your third eye, of course, is in between your eyebrows. That's the area in between your eyebrows. So you can actually go into meditation and draw an infinity sign there in your meditation in between your third eye. And I like to imagine a light ball, a white light is going around the infinity sign, kind of horizontal, in the seat of awareness. This draws attention to the seat of awareness. It allows you to also draw attention to the, um, you know, stillness of your mind to help you to let go of anything, um, you know, that's clogging your mind any 
any thoughts that come your way, you just breathe and bring it back to drawing the symbol. You just breathe and bring it back to drawing the symbol. And this will expand your consciousness. It will help you over time. So do it for about eight minutes maybe at a time and see what happens with that. So I'm going to go ahead and take more callers, and then I'm going to talk about the free gift. You know what? Let me go ahead and get to the free gift because I want to make sure that anybody who wants it knows how to get it. Today's free gift is a product and a course that I did with a lovely teacher and healer, Teresa Marone. It was a course that we did several years ago, a workshop that we did online, called Restoring True Prosperity. I wish our caller before had not dropped so that he could get this gift, but hopefully he'll find his way to the book. It is a virtual healing program. It has a workbook and then several MP3 downloads. And these downloads, of course, are the recordings of the live presentation that we gave. In there, there is an Akashic record journey on each segment because we go into issues around self-love, issues around relationship struggles, financial prosperity, personal power, connection even to your inner guidance and any blocks that you might have there, and, of course, purpose in life. So these are weekly. We set them up to be weekly recordings, but, of course, you can move through them at a rate and speed that's appropriate for you. And it is a process of self-realization and integration and remembering who you truly are as source. So you can receive this gift by going to hearttransformations.com forward slash Christmas gift, all one word, lowercase, hearttransformations.com forward slash Christmas gift, and there will be a link there. If you can't remember for some reason, just email me and I'll send you the link at mariegg at hearttransformations.com. So I hope you will enjoy this gift, and as you move through it, if you have any issues um, and you're not receiving, you know, while you're in the Akashic Record, which happens sometimes, sometimes you just get impressions or feelings, but if you're not receiving the information clearly and you want some help with that, please connect with me in a private session. Remember, for listening to the radio show, you do get $50 off. Um, and you can use the bonus code called BONUS50, that's all caps, for that anytime you want to book a private session. So I'm going to go to our next caller, and our next caller is the last four digits of 191. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hello, I'm great. Thanks for taking my call. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? And did you say your name was Greg? Yes. So my name is Tim, actually. Tim, T-I-M. Tim, it's nice to meet you. You're kind of coming in and out, so if you could. Uh, I hope this is a. Now. Hope this is a little bit better. Yes. That's so I was better. just calling to see if I'm attempting to, not attempting. I'm changing things in my life, chiefly being a new job slash career, trying to move away from the fear paradigm and move into the abundance and trusting paradigm. So I was just wondering if there were any messages from any guys on the spirit side just to aid me along 
this path into a new job slash career mm-hmm. or anything of that nature. So, yeah. So the first thing that I hear as you were speaking is to read Abraham Hicks. I don't know if you're familiar with them, um, but they are – are you familiar with them? Yes, I'm familiar with them. I've heard of Abraham Hicks. Good. So do some reading. Um, remember, this is an emotional game. So stay tuned to the energy of abundance. Stay inside your vortex, as they explain, right? Stay attuned to your spirit more often. And then be in the allowing of the receptivity mode, right? Receiving of that abundance. Allow yourself to go free in every day so that you can just let go of all the emotions. And then transcend the veil of illusion and fear of poverty because that's a basically uh, a lack mentality, right? All poverty starts with a lack mentality. And so you've done your inner work. You are really free. You're going back into meditation, and you have loving beings who can um, who guide you to really open up to giving abundance too. Because as we said with the teachings of, you know, Neil Donald Walsh and God and what he brought through in those books is that as we give, we receive. So tithing, giving to um, places that are sharing the light in the world, you know, uh, any charities that you feel guided to. Because as you give of God's abundance and it goes back into divine circulation, then that comes back to you through the law of karma, right? Through the law yeah. of abundance. Too. And so there are many laws in this dimension and many things happen. We have the law of opposites too. And so we can feel insecure in giving our money, but we just bless that insecurity and we go in good faith. We go in good faith of the teachings of the light. And the teachings will move us past our insecurities, even as a mass consciousness. We're here to really self-monitor and self-regulate. And to be responsible with our words and our actions. Be responsible with our um, emotions. And project our future of abundance right, through visualization or deliberate creation, as Abraham would say. So what are your blind spots or your feelings, right? Um, And some of these are in your Akashic records. Now, I don't have your records pulled up right now, but for you, you just have to feel through everything. You just have to really honor your own logical mind, too, and think things through a little bit, too, because... You want to marry your intuition with your guidance from above, you know, your gut feelings with your inspired thoughts, and marry that with logic, too, so that you not give away everything, right, that you earn, but 10%, 5%. Go with what feels good to you right now and build the momentum of positivity of having I have this in my life now. I have fun. I have an abundance of friends. I have an abundance of this. I have an abundance of that. 
I have abundance of spare time today. I have an abundance of whatever it is. And see, and and also feel your prosperity. Feel the thriving of you, because prosperity is about thriving, right? Feel how you are thriving now, right? And bless it every day. Gotcha. They're asking you okay. if this makes sense. Yeah. Um, sorry, it does. It feels like I feel I'm like I. You off. No, not at all. It does. It just feels like I have to uh, get a little bit into uh, centered into myself. Did you say you could uh, imagine, visualize the infinity sign while meditating? Yes, it's a very good one for calming the nerves and opening up the third eye. And this will help you in your visualization process, too. And move past any insecurities about being, you know, I don't know if you feel like you're sometimes a a problem at work or there are problems at work. Um, But those, you have a very high work ethic. And you can move past any problem through inspiration, right, through feeling your way through it, too and pointing towards the solution, the sacred solution that brings harmony for all, that brings, you know, those win-win solutions for all, okay? Okay. In this, you do God's work. In this, you do God's work. Are you at peace with that? Gotcha. I am at peace with that. Okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. You're so welcome. Okay. Hold on. So just to let you guys know, there's a little bit of a lag time between my hearing it, hearing you. Um, so sometimes it may seem like I'm chopping you off, um, but it just takes a while for what you say to get to me and, and for what I say to get to you. So just be patient with that, please. So I want to share with you the second uh, exercise of awareness exercise. And this one I use too. I use it regularly and it's a beautiful one. It's one that um, helps you to center in your Merkaba, which is your light vehicle, right? We are this sort of huge three-dimensional star of David is our light vehicle. And our heart center is at the center of that. So if you go into your meditation and you chant, Ah and Om. Ah, ah, or any way you choose to chant it. You can start out by actually vocalizing it and then go into silently saying it in your mind. You know, saying it in your mind rather than vocalizing it. Putting your presence in your heart center. This expands the energy there. Ah is actually the vowel sound that resonates with the heart. And, of course, Om is the sound of all things, the sound of God. And so this really opens you up to the uh, higher realm and to your inner wisdom as well. It's a very calming exercise, too. It can help you to go into compassion. It can help you to really begin to remember your own self, your truest self, your divine self. 
And remember, too, that this is the time of remembrance. This is why we came here in this new age, in this Aquarian age, to, to really open up to the joy of being human and to honor that we have these emotions and we have these struggling times, but they're really just ways for us to discern and to understand what we truly desire and to move toward it with impeccability, to move toward it with grace and ease. And we do this through meditation. We have our vision first. We feel ourselves in our future already having the things that we most desire. If we don't know what we desire, we can say, hey, universe, hey, God, can you give me some suggestions on what I desire? And then just allow the suggestions to come. Those people that you admire out in the world, those are the people that are mirroring to you what you most desire. So understand what the pieces are that they share with you. And then allow yourself to be that in your deliberate creation. And then in your meditation, ask for the how. Ask for the first step. And it may not make sense to you. But just go with the flow of that. Take the action. And remember not to overreact if you don't feel anything. Because it is a process of alignment alignment and awakening. And you always want to open up to your heart, you know, too. So this powerful awareness exercise will help build heart connection. It will help you to live in unconditional love. It will help you to feel grounded in your body, too, because it's the center of your of your uh, energy. And so when you take action like these, feel your way. It may not be the exercise for you, but there are many of them, and there is never one road to enlightenment. There are many. There are many roads to building your awareness. There are many roads to awakening. And so the one for you, of course, is guided by your own higher self. And that's something that I can help you with if you are wanting to go further and deeper into spiritual awakening because your guides, your your higher self, they have the tools of transformation for you, of awakening for you that best serve you in this journey. So I'm going to go ahead and take my uh, next caller here. Let me unmute you here. 3119. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. And who do I have on the phone today? This is Mickey. Hi, Mickey. Do you have a question for your guides? Oh, yes. I have so many, and I know that I can't go into all of them here. <laughs> um, Me too. Our our family, I, I lost my husband about three years ago, and I've kind of been on this path of trying to um, determine my next direction. And... I tend to overthink things, 
So I, it's been a journey for the last three years. My daughter, my older daughter is a real sh- strong empath and lives with me with her son. And so we've kind of been on this this mission together, so to speak, trying to um, determine just what we want to do because we want a more of a metaphysical direction in our lives. I'm an artist. Um, I attended a couple of things down in Dallas that, in fact, you were at a couple of them, I think, and where we were all standing up and announcing what we were doing. And I stood up and said, I don't know. I'm looking for it. Um, but I've connected with my guides some. I I tend to connect with them through more through facilitators such as yourself than myself directly. But we have such yeah. a strange situation. My father reincarnated into his spirit is in my grandson. And I have a 15-month-old granddaughter that when she was born, mother, my other daughter, and myself, all three recognized that my mother's energy and spirit had come into her. So we feel this that we're on this cusp of this big change in direction, and I guess that's what I'm needing. Just to hear a little being facilitated by someone else, to hear what my guides are saying at the moment and see if I'm getting the right messages or if I'm just blocked or what, because I seem to be kind of at a looking at all different directions and can't seem to focus on one. Yeah, I can really sense that in you right now, that there's not a real focused discernment process right now. And so you have to do a focused exercise for them right now. And then maybe a clear question. But here's the focus exercise would be to um, stare at a candle while you meditate. And you can just softly focus at the top of the um, flame, okay? Okay. And you uh-huh. want to make sure that your, your chin is not face down, but it's at a, um, you know, a, a level that is either slightly up or um you know, steady. And you're going to stare at this flame and keep your eyes focused there. And any time that you have a thought, you can either tick with your finger on your left hand, just tick it, and, Mm -hmm. okay, or you can have a pen and be writing a little tick mark on a piece of paper. That says... Okay. But you don't take your eyes off of the candle, okay? And you breathe and just be with the candle. This will help you to bring in harmony and to be open to discernment because it takes concentration to go to the higher realm. It takes concentration to access your own being, you know, your own, you're kind of in the emotional plane right now surfing there. And there are lower-level entities that may come in and tell you things, but you can just sweep that aside and let your own being um, uh, connect with you. So anything that doesn't sound like it feels good, like it it sounds like it's disturbing you or making you uh, confused in any way or, you know, isn't clear, just leave that aside. 
Okay. Go back to your, your candle, your candle exercise every day. Let me see how long they want you to do this candle exercise for. Uh, 10 to 20 minutes. Okay, 20 minutes being max. In the evening is okay, okay. too, but you can do it in, in the morning if you prefer. Um, for evening the part, works well. There were, mm-hmm. there were many things going on in what you were saying, so if we can maybe pull out a very clear question for them. Okay. Um, hmm. So what are the struggles that you want guidance on? We are trying, we are considering that we want to move back to our home state in the north in Montana. We've been trying to get there for a number of years, and we're at the point where we could do that now. But I don't know if I'm running back there because it's a good feel because we used to live there and that's where happy things happened uh-huh. or if there's or if I have a true calling to go back north to be there I mean I guess that's one definitive question I can give you I have so many for them but we would say that you want to sort of run away from problems and illusions and sometimes we have this sort of, you know, escapist paradigm in our family paradigm. And so it's hard to really feel past what you want for right now. But your own thoughts are creating the disconnection between you and your beloved, your beloved um, healers, your beloved um, beings, you know, who connect with your angels, your spirit guides. And, of course, your higher being. Um, so connect inward more often and wait until you feel empowered to do what you want to do in life, which is to be healed and reveal the consciousness of your own being from the higher realms, from the higher essence. So there is a... Okay. a they want you to really honor that you have to kind of get into your vortex like Abraham teaches, right? You have to be mm-hmm. You have to create your vision for your future. And you have to be in love with that vision. If there's blocks to that vision, why not? Why, why can't I have that? Those are the questions to ask yourself. Do I feel like I'm not worthy to have this? Do I want to be happy just because I'm X, Y, and Z? But if you have wounds, like I had wounds from childhood, right, where I felt unlovable Mm -hmm. or unteachable or not ready to get out of perfectionism because it was a control mechanism for me, right, to to make myself happy. Like if everything is in place, then I can be happy. If everything is right, then I can be happy. But we have to be happy in our minds first, and then we attract happiness in our lives. We have to be what it is that we truly desire. And that means thinking our way through the habits of thought that we begin to entrain with. 
So any I am statements that we make in our day claim something for ourselves, like, oh, I am so weary, oh, I am so tired, oh, I am so confused. Those are claiming those aspects of yourself. Make more powerful I am statements. I am beloved. I am that I am. I am so loved. I am appreciated. I have friends that appreciate me. You can even do uh, a focusing exercise where you look at the sort of desire that you have and you begin to access the thoughts that are true. Let's say, for instance, I have a desire. I want to write a book. Okay, I want to write a book, a spiritual book. I'll start with, well, I've written blogs before, articles. I know other people have commented that I'm a really good writer. Many of my articles were read and people commented on how they enjoyed them. A book's not that hard to write. All I have to do is get organized. I can access my higher being. I can get little tidbits. I can ask for help. And these are all ways to kind of begin to focus on, you know, that desire and the having of that desire. Because for every desire, sometimes there's that feeling of the opposite, right? Right. Um, so, so to move past it, you need to build the power of, of belief, of being able to have what you desire. And also, anything that happens, Anything that you desire is you offering it to you as a way to feel through the dimension. It's not a must. So you could go there and be happy, right? You can make that choice. Mm -hmm. There are no wrong choices, Nikki, ever. There are never, ever any wrong choices. We can do no wrong down here. We are all loved, forgiven, always and forever, okay? But we will feel our way in there. And so what the laws teach us, the law of attraction and everything teaches us, is that if we're not in alignment, right, with the truth of who we are and the sharing of that and thinking our way through this dimension with more impeccability of our words and our actions, then we'll just attract the same old mess no matter where we move. (laughs) The The same old thing will happen. So happiness can be anywhere that you are. But yes, go and enjoy a new place if you desire, but shore up your energy. Be attuned to it. Really love going there. And then make the leap and go. Well, I do follow Abraham. Uh Good. I do do follow Abraham. Oh, yeah, yeah. And our lives, I would say, especially since I lost Raj, I'd say it's really changed for the better. And things are becoming clearer. And things that I know that I want to happen are happening. I guess what I just have trouble with is focusing down, like changing my artwork to a more of a metaphysical form that, you know... just trying to find my path. I guess maybe that's maybe I'm just trying too hard and not 
as you said, meditating and learning to focus correctly. Well, it's kind of like Abraham is, says. You, uh-huh. Focusing is going to help you to control the flow of your divineness through you. So the candle exercise is for you to build concentration skills so that you can reach your angels and the higher beings. This is a way that I learn, too, because my mind gets out of focus, too. And when I get unclear, I meditate. I allow the energy to dissipate through that meditation, and I chant to bring focus. Sometimes I use the candle exercise as well. But we're inundated with feelings and responses, and we have these memory imprints, and then we get out of control, and we can't control our mind. And our mind is the builder. Our mind is the creator of our reality, right? Whether we are mm-hmm. focusing it or not, the, you're going to create because we're creation machines. So you're going to create in your world all that you think and you feel and you do. Those words, deeds, and actions, those emotions that you continually or habitually in and thoughts, you know, that you're in are an attractive state of being. So your personal game for right now is getting into alignment, coming into soul alignment. You can get healing work done. You can take personal responsibility for who you are as a soul, and and, uh, and they're saying personal responsibility means never making assumptions about another, not taking things personally, doing your best, walking your path is about a beingness, as we discussed. Be your kindness. Be your love. Be accepting, and others will accept you back. And your art will expand over time. Don't push it. No artist can push what God gives. God mm-hmm. is giving you it it's in increments. So maybe color therapy will help you a little bit to help your chakras. And that will open you up a little bit more. Okay. Are you here in, in the Dallas area? Yeah, I, I'm just north in Sherman, yeah. Well, there's a so I'm just about 30, 40 miles away. Yeah, there's a wonderful um, book about colors um, by Edgar Casey. But um, I was going to recommend some sound therapy, too, and she's a wonderful sound therapist because color is sound as well. Um, mm-hmm. And her name is Jody, Jody Roberts. And she's a shaman, but she also works with bowls, crystal and Tibetan bowls in her sessions with people. They would recommend for you to read up on color therapy of any kind. Okay. Chakras, maybe a chakra course, you know, maybe the book True Balance as well by Sonia Choquette. Because the Kundalini rises through the pranic too, but you have to also understand the the chakras, the emotional, mental, spiritual, uh, and physical components of each one of the chakras. So that book, True Balance, by Sonia Choquette, is a great one for that, too. Okay. So that's it. You mentioned... For you to... Well, thank you. You, well, I, I, you have... I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. 
You're so welcome. And take care, my dear. Much love to you. They're going to go in peace now. Namaste. Thank you. Namaste. Okay, so I just wanted to thank everybody who had been on the line today. And those of you who are still here, if you do have a question, please make sure that you raise one. I'll take one more caller if you press one now. Otherwise, uh, I will be closing out the show. I do want to just go into a little promotion um, to let you guys know that I will be having an intuitive gallery. The date is to be determined. It may be right after Christmas or in early uh, January. This will be in my home here. Um, That means we'll have a little workshop area. I will go into the Akashic Records opening and closing them for each soul, and we'll work with purpose and beliefs and things of this nature and your soul blind spots and how to overcome them. And so um, I would want you to stay connected through my e-letter to get information about this. So if you are not a subscriber now, please go to hearttransformations.com and subscribe. If you don't want any more e-letters, I totally understand. Just let me know that you're interested in this. Email me, and I will send you the information when it is set up. On Johnny's next show, and Johnny Tan is the wonderful um, creator of FMMK from my mother's kitchen talk radio, and he is having a show next Tuesday on December 12th. His guest will be Reverend Carol Richardson, and she has a master's degree in divinity, a master's degree in public health, and she's a spiritual scientist who has experienced mystical visions uh, for over 20 years now by practicing what's called Raja Yoga Meditation. And I hope I, I hope I said that correctly. Reverend Carol and, of course, Johnny will be having a conversation about her life's journey and her latest book called Truth and Illusion, The Politics of Spirituality and How One Person's Lie is One Truth. That sounds very intriguing to me. So for additional information about this show, you can go to fmmktalkradio.com and find that there. Remember, too, you always have the free gift on my homepage called Healing and Awakening the Heart. That's an MP3 uh, series, and it also has a workbook, and it will take you into the Akashic Records to heal heart wounds to connect with your higher self as well. So I thank all the guides that have been here today with us and all the angels and, of course, the I Am Presence of each and every one of you and all of your higher selves, the Brotherhood of Kutumi, which is an ascended being collection who has been helping me to stay clear and focused as well. And, of course, all that is God and the Creator for the blessing of each and every one of you and the blessing for all the callers who dropped as well, for maybe they have things to do, but I hope that they had the inspiration that they wanted and the faith to follow through on all of their desires. I love each and every every one of you, as you are one with me. This is my truth. This is my clear knowing that we are all divine, that we are all our own messengers and that we were all evolving at a pace that is projected by us and that is given to us by our source. Go in peace 
and may you have the most joyous Christmas. Namaste. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.